What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey friends, it's Sadie Rob here. Welcome to the Whoa That's Good podcast. I am so excited about today because truly one of my favorite people in the world, Rebecca Lyons, is joining me and she is just a well of wisdom. She is an author, she's a speaker, she's a mom, she's a friend. You may have known her from her book, You Are Free or Free to Fall, or read any of her amazing Instagram posts. Um, But for me, I know her as almost like a spiritual mother, a mentor, and a great friend. She has just come into my life, um, I truly believe, from the Lord Himself, because I really just needed a covering once I got to Nashville, and she just covered me. And so some of the things she said to me in my journey has been amazing pieces of advice. She's just met me where I'm at. She's been so real with me and so raw, and it's really helped change my life for the better. So I am so excited that all of you are going to get to listen to her amazing advice, whatever she says. I know it's going to be pure gold. So let's dive right in. All right, I am so excited about this. As you know, our guest is Rebecca Lyons. You probably already know her, and she's super special to me, um, especially for this podcast, asking the question of the best piece of advice because you have given me so much advice in my life. Some of actually the best piece of advice I've ever been given comes from your mouth and so and your well of wisdom. So I'm super excited. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yes. So I will ask you the question. The one big question that really could probably turn into a million things like all of our conversations do. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh my goodness. Okay. So The one thing people comment a lot on my writing is that you're always very vulnerable. How do you do that? Are you guarded? What is it easy for you to go there or not? And so I was having a conversation this week with a friend and we were trying to determine the difference between transparency and vulnerability. Oh, ready? Whoa. Hit me. (laughs) I'm so excited. So transparency is sharing where you've been and vulnerability is sharing where you are. Oh, wow. So, um, That is good. And that's me just kind of thinking and processing the idea. So transparency is sharing something that you've already, you're you're in control of what you're sharing. You're in control of where that conclusion is going to go. So often in writing, you know, you'll share something you've already processed, reflected, learned. Here's the nugget. Um, But what will happen sometimes in writing is you'll get tripped up and you'll start sobbing. And you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. This isn't a a then thing. This is a now thing. Wow. And so what I try to do in writing is always make sure I'm sharing a now thing. Yeah. Because I think that's where God meets us. Wow. And the revelations of writing, like the truths, literally the Spirit, like He says in John 14, the Spirit is going to prompt you and remind you everything I've ever said. And so even in the moment when you're facing something hard, um, that's when kind of the 
the magic happens because you you're 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 discovering it yeah as you as you write it so sometimes I find on the road so my dad died this spring Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and of course I'm teaching a talk within two weeks on grief wow right I didn't plan that the timing of that I I wrote a chapter called free to grieve and a lot of people ask me a lot about that chapter and so here I am trying to talk Mm -hmm. to a room full of people about grieving well and lament and and then I'm crying, yeah, you know, because wow. you can't you can't negate the fact that you are vulnerability is where you are. Yeah. And so I think my advice is is invite where you are now into the ministry day by day. Wow. Don't have it all buttoned up or wrapped up because uh, I was supposed to speak. Um, I don't know a month ago, and I it had a horrible day. It, it was just like. I kind of hit a wave, a wall of depression in May after all this. And I was wanting to just bow out. And it's mm-hmm. like, I shouldn't come. I should not come. I'm going to call and cancel. But you don't do that to your friend, right? Yeah. You don't do that to the people you commit to. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I remember getting ready. I said, Lord, I just need you to show me what to say. I don't know what, I don't even know where to begin. And he goes, just tell them that you don't have to pretend. Wow. And I was like, is that for me or for them? And he's like, it's for all of you. (laughs) And I think in the church space as well and in ministry, we always act like we have to have it all sorted out. Mm -hmm. And the truth is we absolutely do not, but we serve a God who does. And because that is so, um, I can come with my vulnerability, like in my frailty. Yeah. And I can meet him where I'm at, knowing that he fills in the gaps, mm-hmm. he restores my soul, he sets yeah. my feet on higher ground, he helps wow. me leap a wall, you know, and you're mm-hmm. thinking of how David in the Psalms would go from like lament to exuberance, yeah. you know, you're like, is this the same person? Yeah. And yet I relate so well to that. I know people are always like, David was so emotional. I'm like, I think I'm actually very similar to David in that. I think we all are, mm-hmm. but we don't notice because life's moving. But that is so good. That's crazy. It's funny because um, that actually helps me so much where I'm at. Uh, yesterday, I was telling my friends, I was like, you know, what I've learned, I've had to surrender in this um, season of life, which really I'm going to have to surrender forever. But I just kind of came to the awareness of it is that. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle.
all growing up, I, I wanted to be so practiced at things. Like I wanted, before I performed in front of anybody, I just wanted to be very well practiced. And anything I did publicly, like I knew I was going to be good at it before I did it, you know, or I wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the kind of transparent part. It's like for me, I would always stay two hours extra in the gym for basketball because I never wanted to shoot an air ball. I was like, I could not live with the embarrassment of everybody screaming air ball in a gym. I just, <laughs> I just know I could. It pushed me to practice two hours extra. And I was like, you know what, though, but in life, you don't get to do that because the game is always changing. You don't Mm -hmm. get to practice just one strength and it goes with you everywhere. It's always changing and you have to be vulnerable and you're probably going to shoot air balls. There's going to be times that you just miss it. And the vulnerability of like, okay, I'm in a gym, a room full of people. I might have just shot an air ball. Everybody just saw that. But that's just where I'm at, you know, and like we're all that's the human aspect of us. And so and the vulnerability of an air ball actually helps you connect with all the other people who shoot air balls. That's so true. (laughs) They're like, she's my person. I'm not alone in this. I'm not less than. I think the air ball just kind of, it equals the playing field. That's so good. So it shows us that when Paul's like, don't boast in your strength, boast Mm -hmm. in your weakness. Like boast in your weakness because then you don't really have to take credit. Like God obviously honors a work ethic. Mm-hmm. He's smiling that you stayed that extra two hours. <laughs> you know, you're pursuing yeah. excellence. That's yeah. a good thing in all our craft. We want to get to our yeah. 10,000 hours so that we can be an expert, according to Malcolm Gladwell, on whatever. Yeah. But at, at the same point, the vulnerability, even in the craft, I think mm-hmm. is what brings the connection. And as a writer, as a communicator, whatever we do in life, what we really want below it all yeah. is to connect. That's so good. Okay, I have a question. With all that being said, um, I just thought about this. Just as a mom, um, I mean, I know you're such a good mom to your kids. I love your kids. They're like three of my favorite kids in the world. Um, And y'all have such a special relationship, even with your husband. Y'all all are just a close family. Like, how does this play a part in how you parent? Like, the vulnerability that you share with your kids, the transparency. Because I know from lunch experiences with your kids, You'll just kind of tell them how it is. And my parents do that as well. And I've always loved that. So what do you think about sharing that vulnerable side of your life with your kids? Well, confession is a huge, huge thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of my friends joke that I would make an awesome Catholic because I think (laughs) the practice of just confession, whether it's with your friends, your husband, your spouse, your your kids, your community, uh, um, it again, it shows where you are. Yeah. So confession brings connection. Mm-hmm. So I think with my kids, I, you know, trust me, they're in their teens. So full throttle, lots of emotion happening. Yeah. And I'm one of that mm-hmm. person have, having that kind of emotion. And, but I'm always about like just coming to it, addressing it, just saying, here's, here's what I'm sensing, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, here's how it made me feel. And, and I've learned to not, not put character flaws on anyone Mm -hmm. just because they handled something poorly, but just say, what is it that you're dealing with? Because when it came out, it felt like this, you know? And so there's a lot of ways to um, address conflict without escalating it. Mm -hmm. I've learned that the hard way. (laughs) And, and part of that is just to say, what, what do you need from me right now? Um, And, and with a kid, sometimes with our kids, with me, with, with Gabe, we often act out not knowing what we need. We're just kind of like just spouting because we're just grasping for some ultimately connection. Mm -hmm. We want to be known. We want to be understood. We want to be heard. Mm -hmm. We want to be respected. And so when we act out, it's because some, one of those things isn't happening. So it helps me so much with my kids at, 
as them growing older is just sit and pause yeah. and go like, hey, let's talk this out. Mm-hmm. I know none of us really want to, but we're not going to keep going right. until, we, until this gets cleared. Mm-hmm. And it just invites it and just invites that intimacy the to start right over. And they're, yeah. they're all about it. Yeah. Because it's hard. It's sometimes I think it's hard enough for kids and teens to have those honest conversations with their friends because mm-hmm. everyone's insecure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what we as parents have to model is go like, this is what healthy dialogue looks like, where you offer something vulnerable and then you listen in return. Yeah. And there's grace all over it. That's so good. I love that. I think that's going to help a lot of moms because I feel like. I've always said that about my mom, that she kind of invites that conversation. I feel comfortable to talk to her about anything, which has opened the door for so much wisdom and understanding for me at a young age. Because like you said, it's hard enough to talk about with our friends. And even if we do talk about with our friends when we're young, like we're not really, we don't really know what we're talking about. So we can be led into like a totally off place. But whenever we welcome that conversation with our parents, it invites wisdom in at that young age. And I do think because my mom was so real with me about where she was at or where she had been, it helped me to be like, oh, okay, you're not a perfect mom. Like you've been through stuff and I can talk to you. And so I just think it's cool because I've seen that in your relationship with your kids. And the other thing I love about this is that my whole thought in this podcast and asking people what's the best piece of advice they've been given, I was like, I'm really interested because all these people are people that have influenced me. Like you obviously have influenced me in a million different ways. All the advice you've given me has helped change my life. And like literally the path I've gone has been mm-hmm. from some really key coffee dates with you <laughs> and you saying just the right thing that I God knew I needed to hear. And so what's cool is that I see the best piece of advice that you, you shared. I see that in everything you do in your life. Mm-hmm. Like that is who you are. That is what you do. Mm-hmm. And I think through this podcast, I, I hope that people think about that. What's the best piece of advice they've been given? And how how do you see that into play with every single thing you do? Because it impacts everything. Mm-hmm. And what I love about you too is that every time we sit down, you're like, yeah, me and my friend were talking about this. Me and my friend were talking about this. And every time we sit down, we leave and we're like, we could go change the world now. <laughs> and I don't think that that's just me and you. I think that's everywhere yeah. you go and every conversation mm-hmm. you have. And so I, I also want to ask you, this is kind of a funny question, but like people ask me this sometimes and that's why I'm saying it. They're like, how do you have friends that like you actually just get into like good conversations with? How do you even mm-hmm. start a good conversation without being awkward about it, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And I would love to hear what you have to say about that, mm-hmm. of just really creating those conversations with your friends, with your family, mm-hmm. the important conversations, mm-hmm. the life, um, the really like, no, I don't want to say life changing and put the pressure on it in that, but just the things in life that matter. Yeah, I just think you have to lead with vulnerability, right? Yeah. And that's kind of the theme for today, back, right? Yeah. Um, and you can always laugh at yourself. Sadie, you're really good at that, too. <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. I was like so my family's I, motto. Yeah, so I think if you don't take yourself too seriously, you laugh at yourself, but yeah. you also go deep quick. Yeah. Um, in New York, it was funny because there was no Southern small talk whatsoever. Everyone would, like, pass out their, like, like, like counselor's phone number like Stop. like in the south handing oh out a recipe that's like, hilarious so it was like there was no there was no like you just jump in to the deep end but you really felt like you knew someone um because it's a transient culture people might not live there very long yeah. and so so while it it's hard to say see people leave you really felt like you knew them yeah. sometimes you can live next door to someone in the south for two decades and you don't really know them that's true and so i think it's good to be the antagonist in whatever culture we enter to go like no this is actually what i what I'm encountering is, am I mm-hmm. anybody else? Am yeah. I alone in this? And often you find that you're giving language to something that a lot of people are feeling, but they don't have words for it yet. Whoa. So then 
they're like, you too, you know? And um, what I'm learning about vulnerability is like when you're alone and vulnerable, you feel afraid. But when you're together and you're vulnerable, you become brave, right? So you learn learn from each other's vulnerability, right? And all of a sudden that becomes bravery. And I think that's what everyone wants. They want their vulnerability to be turned to bravery. Yes. And um, we can help catalyze that. And you do absolutely do that. And one thing I want to say to you before we go is that Sadie, when you you know, kind of mentioned like, let's start meeting, let's, let's get together. You were so hungry to learn. And mm-hmm. I think that's not something you always see, um, in a, someone who's 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first of all, I want to honor that because I think that w- you can, you will learn to the measure that you're teachable. Mm-hmm. And so wow. when you walk into the room and you go, I want to, I just want to be teachable. I want to have a teachable spirit. Um, even me at 40, whatever, <laughs> I still go like, I am a lifelong learner. I'm learning yeah. more this summer than I've ever learned. And because um, I got off social media for a couple months yeah. and I'm learning and dreaming again in ways that I haven't in a while. And I just wow. think that that's something we have to just incorporate into our life. Wow. Thank you. Oh, that's so cool. That, that means a lot that you said that because somebody the other day asked me, like, how do you uh, how do you get a mentor? And I was like, you honestly, you, you kind of have to put yourself out there. So it's like like dating. It's like you have to text back. Like you have yeah. to just be like, OK, risk. hi, can we go? Yeah, and it's a risk. But oh, my gosh, the reward. You grow so, so much. Um, you kind of hit on social media. And I know you just did that. Do you want to share any about just what that's taught you? Because oh I'm sure goodness. that has taught you. I mean, I know when I did that, it like changed my life. You inspired me. We went to we had dinner that's for so your birthday. Cool, yeah. And you're like, I just did that last I was like, well, I've been wrestling this for a while and I did it. And so um, three things, three things happened. I started sleeping through the night again. Wow. Like no more 3 a.m.s. Wow. Um, and then I went on once to post a post for Kennedy's birthday. And mm-hmm. that that night no. I was up at three in the what? morning. I was like, I logged in just to do one birthday what? post. So I logged back out. And then second thing is within three days in my journal, I was dreaming again. Wow. And it had nothing to do with what I saw someone else doing. It was all original. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's so good. Oh, my gosh. And then the third thing I just touched on is I started learning again. Wow. And so instead of checking social media like I would always do on my downtime, I would go for a walk because I need a lot of walks between writing just Mm -hmm. to break up like my brain block. And so on walks, I would listen to podcasts. I would listen to sermons. I went through so whole series of books. I started wow. reading all these books. So and good. again, lifelong learner. And I was like, I'm so inspired and excited. And it's not that social media is not, not can't be good. It is there are certainly wonderful parts of it. But I found, here's what I found. I found myself losing my voice. Mm. And so here's my last piece of advice. I'm gonna shut up. Yeah, yeah. No, if, no, no, you, keep going. if you lose your voice, be quiet for a while, it'll come back. Oh, and or if your voice stops sounding like you, Mm. be quiet for a while. Whoa, it'll come back. And I just found myself, no matter how old you are, no matter how what kind of success you you encounter, you can still shrink back. You can fall into comparison and competing. And that is not what God has for us. Mm. And so that's when you need to just be quiet for a while. Whoa, that is so good. And I mean that with all my heart. I think that what you just said, um, a lot of people are just need to hear. And I think I think it's actually gonna probably come as a shock to them because it's interesting when you say when you lose your voice, but yet you're still communicating, right? And so it's like you feel like your voice is loud, but you, you really lost the essence of why you speak, you know, in, in a sense. And so what you just said, it hit me so deeply because it's like 
sometimes it's like it's still going so we're like oh no no no, we're still going we're still going but is it actually going for the good of what you like what you intend it to be you know and so what you just said is absolutely beautiful and so good and I, I would have to ditto that with my instagram little fast that i did I started learning so mm-hmm. much. That's when I reached out to you. That's when I started reading the books and listening to the podcast and everything in that season of really quieting my voice is what why I can speak now, why mm-hmm. I know my, my voice sounds like, why I know yeah. when I'm not sounding like my voice. Right. And that's so important. Well, you amaze me in every way. I love you. I love who you are as a person. You are as a mom, a friend, a mentor. And thank you so much I for all you. the wonderful advice. It was so good. <laughs> Thanks for having me, girl. Yes. This is so fun. I'm going to tell everybody we're back because Boo just <laughs> dropped a bomb. Okay. You have to I don't, say don't that ask again. me to repeat it. Okay, know. don't repeat it. Don't I'll repeat try. it. Just say, it. Just say what you just said, but not what you just said. Well, when you said something about you're still talking so you think you still have your voice so yeah you're still talking but it becomes scripted yes and so I somehow along the way in Instagram over seven years shifted from what I wanted to say to what I thought people wanted to hear and that's what I mean by losing your voice it's like you need to come back to like what is God actually giving you to say and no that's not to say there weren't days obviously I would just verbally vomit and let the cards like fall where they may but I want to live in that way I want to live in the way of obedience that if I'm prompted to say something out of conviction that I don't shrink back from that yes and um and so that's what I mean by losing your voice All right, y'all, you know what time it is. Time to call mama. So we're going to call mama with our best piece of advice and our worst piece of advice. Let's see what she has to say. Hey, babe. Hey, girl. Okay, just got off the phone with Rebecca Lyons. Oh, one of my favorite people in the whole world. I know, she's the best. Speaking of a mentor from our last segment, Rebecca's been such a good mentor and also super cool because she's one of your good friends. So I love talking to her and she brought it, Mom. We went to church. <laughs> awesome. I cannot wait to listen. I know, it was really good. All right, you ready for the Whoa, That's Good, Whoa, That's Bad test? Let's, let's do it. Okay, this is one of my personal favorites that I have seen on the Instagram so far. Always say yes to the $5 spray tan. You don't even have to think about that. Whoa, that, let me just, woo, woo, woo. Whoa, that is bad, y'all. Nobody yeah. say yes. For the $5 spray tan, yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say yes because I mean, you know, we both do love a good spray tan. Well, I love but a good spray tan, but I don't want to look like a Cheeto. You gotta have a good, a good, that, that's the key to the spray tan. It's gotta be a good spray tan. Yeah. This can go really, really bad, and I would think a $5 one's probably gonna be bad. See, spray tans, you have the potential. You pay like $50, you have the potential to look the best you've ever looked in your life. I'm talking like all the lines are defined. You pay $5, you have potential to walk out <laughs> literally looking like a Cheeto. You don't even know what shape's around your body. You are the color remember, of orange. Do you remember that time I looked like the, um, like the tan mom? Oh. I got arrested for Oh, <laughs> you straight up did. That was, was bad. So bad. <sighs> okay, I think we've right, concluded. Whoa, that's bad. bad. Whoa, that's bad. bad. Yes to spray tans, typically, but not $5 ones. It just doesn't turn out right. Okay, um, let's see. 
Everything in moderation, even moderation. Hmm. Kind of to think about that. I, I think it's yeah. good. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's actually really good. That's good advice. Yeah, I think that's good. Because, I mean, sometimes, like, you just got to go for it. It's true. Like, sometimes you don't, you don't need to, like, hold back and do it in moderation. Sometimes you just got to go for it. But most things in life, you know, if you just somehow kind of take the middle road and stay, stay in the middle, you're good. But Oh, I got a good example. Okay. <laughs> you and Bella's addiction to Cocoa Whip. Here's the thing. Um, Coconut whip is not bad. In moderation, it's great. It's a great alternative to ice cream. However, Mm -hmm. when you eat bowls of cocoa whip, (laughs) that's when it becomes not very good for you. So this is proving the point that... Once in a while, you just gotta eat a bowl of cocoa whip. Okay, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Okay, well, that's good. Well, that's good. That was the everything in moderation, even moderation. There you go. I like it. All right, that's a good one. Okay, this this is going to be interesting, I think, for you to answer, considering you have a house full of people who, um, how do I say this in a nice way, um, mm, it's a pleasing sound to the Lord when they sing, but maybe not to the human ears. Um, so it says, stop singing in your house because your voice sounds terrible. Uh, no, that is bad. That is bad advice. Your house is the place where you should be able to just belt it out. And I agree. Just go for it. I agree. I agree. I love how our family sings. You should probably make sure only your family is around, though, when you do it. Because, you know, like, remember that time when I was belting it out and your friends were in the (laughs) kitchen and I didn't know it? That was the funniest. Okay, backstory. (laughs) I have to tell them this story. Um, I don't know if any of you guys out there have seen the Hannah Montana movie. But my mom was watching the Hannah Montana movie. And what was the, what was the song? Oh, it's the one at the end. Oh, I don't even remember it, it is the one of the other. Miley Cyrus just song. absolutely belts it out, and my mom, mom, you, you know, you have a you have a great voice, but you know, yeah, right. It's not, it's not Miley Cyrus. I have a horrible <laughs> voice. We can just be honest on this podcast. I cannot sing, and I was like laying on the floor, and we were watching it, like laying on the floor to palette, and I was just belting it out. And oh, it was so funny. So. What everybody needs to hear is even my mom saying she doesn't have a good voice, but it's still bad advice to ever tell anybody to not sing because they sing terrible in their own home, people. That is disrespectful. Disrespectful. It's a free free place. Where can you do it if you can't do it in your own home? That is the truth, besides your car. But anyways, not the point. (laughs) Well, this has been fun. I think we got a lot of good nuggets in here. Um, Love you, Mom. Love you, baby. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Whoa That's Good podcast. We got a lot of good nuggets today. Don't forget to follow me on all the social media platforms I'm on. Instagram, I'm at Legit Sadie Rob. Twitter, Sadie Rob. And follow our Live Original Instagram. Also, I'm Sadie Robertson on Facebook. Head over to liveoriginal.com and subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, you can see the tour dates that I'm coming to a city near you. Don't forget, please leave comments in the iTunes section and leave reviews. This podcast is produced by Steve Strout and Peter Hartzell. So a huge shout out to them and a thank you to my LO team. You guys are the best. We love y'all and we appreciate you listening. I'll see y'all soon.